Hey, thanks for listening to Unleashing Kingdom Voices. Join me or a guest as we unlock some secrets to AI, to personal development, to finding your voice. Join us now as we help you unleash your voice. So we are going live with Unleashing Kingdom Voices. So it's like this. On Tuesday, I release a podcast that has to do with someone I've interviewed. Really fun. And then on Thursday, I was challenged to do another podcast with me talking because I was not losing my voice, but kind of losing my voice as I interviewed people. Now this past, go just one back and you'll see I have not lost my voice as I interviewed the amazing Celeste Souder. So let's talk. I was challenged by a friend <laughs> who always challenges me. And I thought, okay, let's be a little vulnerable. And let's ask you the same questions. So get a pen and paper if you haven't, if you don't see the the, the drop down of the questions. <clears throat> I'll wait for you to get a pen, pen and paper. So as I told her as a kind of accountability, she's my mental business coach. You probably have heard of her if you listen to me at all. Her name's Alana Vandeventer. You can also go back in my podcast. I had to divide it up into two parts. It was just so many gold nuggets that were dropping on us. So these are the questions. And she said, um, I like her preface to this. Let me see if I can find it. She's like, these are really good questions uh, to ponder. They do something for you, like a mental shift of sorts. I'm trying to find the, the actual. Let's see if I can find it. I'll just pretend like I'm going to shoo. That's not it. Well, basically, don't you love live video? Basically, it was like, these are great things to ponder. They're great things to journal on. You don't have to journal on all however many like I did. I I did this morning because I wanted, I have a meeting with her tomorrow and I just wanted to be real. So the first question you got to be honest. How are you really? Uh, you don't have to answer me because I can't hear you. But, you know, this one for me coming out of my husband dying almost two years ago, uh, walking through lots of healing from trauma, from drama, uh, 26 years of some things that just weren't good. I felt and I know how I know that feeling is healing. So I know like every morning as I come before the Lord and in my in my time with him, I really try to be real. How am I feeling? Some days I'm crying, some days I'm not, some days I'm just in a mess. So I answered this today and I said, I feel good. And the only reason that's really backing that is I I feel like there's a lot of thankfulness. So how are you doing today? Maybe some mornings you feel great. Maybe this morning particularly you were a little rushed and hushed. I get that. But just asking that question and going ahead and putting some things on the paper is really healing for you, okay? This is a tough one. When was the last time you did something for the first time? <laughs> I immediately thought back when I went hang gliding with some girlfriends and it was a while ago. And I'm like, that was so scary. That was, so I thought, okay, what are my modern day hang gliding moments that aren't necessarily hang gliding, but they're kind of scary. Well, I'll just say, say for me, you think about that. 
If you want to comment, I'd love to hear. Let me see if I got my comments open. So my thoughts were because I don't have a husband, I've learned for the first time to go from a soul survivor, S-O-U-L, to a soul provider, getting to do things I love, but still in the lane of saving money, earning money, and growing in my personal development, in my own. So what was the last time you did something for the first time? You can write these and, and journal on them later. Listening to the podcast, just pause the podcast. I'm challenging you because I really want you to give me feedback because I like to pray for you and support you because these are those kind of questions that, you know, I think it makes you really dig and be honest with yourself. So as I thought about soul survivor to soul provider, I know that I'm involved in some things that require some travel where I've got to be in a big room where I don't necessarily know anyone and go into those rooms uh, trying to connect. I know when I started this in middle October, I was at my first conference to really uh, embrace myself to study AI. I was in a conference for speaking and AI and it was so frustrating, y'all. I was in this big group, and they're like, okay, now we're going to divide up and, and connect, and we got this card. You go and find people that fit this. And I was like, everyone who came up to me, they couldn't hear me. It's like it was loud, and, and I don't project necessarily. I'm hoping that helps. I mean, I'm a former radio announcer, and they can't hear me. Give me a mic, and maybe they could. It was very frustrating for me, doing something for the first time. I ended up just like... I'm out of here. I'm going to go out in the hallway where if I happen to meet someone, I'll tell them, but I'm just, I'm going to go in the hall and make videos. They got great little video setups. <laughs> so that was like doing something for the first time that was so challenging. So when I say, when was the last time you did something for the first time? It might make you think, oh, it's been too long. Or it might, I hope it makes you think, hey, I need to, I need to stretch. I maybe need to go to that Girl Power Alliance conference called Activate. I may need to stretch and go through a speaking academy and learn how to speak. Maybe learn how to speak on a stage for the first time. I see you. You're ready. The next question. What or who lights you up? I like this because when I say what lights me up, when I feel like I'm in my sweet spot, it's right here. On Unleashing Kingdom Voices, when I have a guest and now I'm challenged to speak by myself on Thursdays. That lights me up. See, I no one could be watching this live and that doesn't bother me. My doors keep opening up. Because this lights me up to be able to be real, be authentic and share and maybe help someone who feels voiceless to, to encourage them. Hey, you can find transformation in finding your voice. You can speak and then eventually speaking to the person you once were. That lights me up. I still have to earn a living, living, so I become a coach. You know what else lights me up? My friend noticed this. Chat GPT and AI light me up. Why? Well, for one, AI makes my podcast so much more simpler and easier. Yeah, I use this thing called StreamYard. I use this AI thing called Descript. I, I clean it up. I've been used all sorts of video editing, but the script is like, oh, I don't want that. I'll just erase the sentence and it takes it out. Whoa, I love it. I love being able to train chat. You may have all different words, but I've gotten to, to the point where I've trained it and it can actually talk 
speak like me. Now, granted, I don't just copy and paste. And th- I, I look at it. I wouldn't say that word. You know, I look, oh, that's, that's pretty good. AI. I also realized what lights me up about AI is one hour of using AI in your content marketing and your creation saves you 10 hours. So this is where my heart comes in. Let's get your content creation. Let's teach AI to know your voice. So you can have 10 more hours with your babies, with your family, with your husband, with your friends. Serious. So uh, AI lights me up because I could continue to talk about it. It's uh, been a game changer. That's why I go to this uh, mastermind, which I'm leaving this weekend, to um, learn stuff from one of the leading AI guys. His name's Chris Winfield. So it's not like I just think I really train and because I, it's so simple <laughs> to be able to say, okay, here, this is how you find your ideal client. Okay. Oh, come on over here. No, you're not going to lose the Holy Spirit. No, you're not going to be a robot. This can, you can train this to sound like you. All right. Who lights you up? You do. If you're listening, thank you. I like when people comment and review because that lights me up and that I'm on the right track. Certain friends light me up. Certain friends that, oh, wow, they just speak into who I am. We all need that inner circle, okay, of people that speak into you, that help you through the rough stuff, losing a husband, help you through the trauma. All right, so another thing that lights me up, I got to tell you, is uh, this lights me up every morning because I get to do it. Spending time with God like reading the word and he just hits me. Have you ever had it? Like God just hits you with the right word. We're on what lights you up. I didn't number these. I think this is number three. So we're going over questions that I was challenged to. And I did journal. I'm not telling you everything. (laughs) A little too. I mean, I can be vulnerable, but some of it's, I'm still growing. So what's this? I love this question. We'll be right back. Meanwhile, check out TeresaCroft.com. Just a short break. Meanwhile, check out TeresaCroft.com. I'm trying to find it. Why am I worth knowing? (laughs) That's why I was struggling. Why are you worth knowing? You probably are an amazing person that has kindness and compassion. That's probably why you are worth knowing. I'd like to get to know you. Come on over to my Facebook group where it's safe and we can get to know each other. I, I just This one just like really, why am I worth knowing? Hmm, I, I was jotting down. I hope that it's I have a living Holy Spirit inside me that will display something of God's kindness, goodness, mercy, compassion to you. Why am I worth knowing? I'm going to be real and authentic as it gets. I mean, I'm still struggling. I, I, mean, I did a real struggling with the circles under my eyes. Do I have a filter? No, see, it's, it's this side. But I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to say, hey, I know how you feel. I'm not going to give you an Instagram. Oh, everything's beautiful. Well, I'm going to give you an Instagram if you happen to be on Instagram. One real a day and for 99 days of what it's really like to go through life after trauma. I'm going to show you good things, share the good things, share bad things. Why else am I worth knowing? Why are you worth knowing? 
this sounds really me. So this is kind of uncomfortable because it's really not about me, but I'm trying to challenge you. Okay. 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 I think I'm worth knowing because I have a gift of the prophetic with words of knowledge. So if you bump into me, I may have a word for you. Jesus was skin on. I'll definitely have a testimony of redemption. With kindness in my eyes, I will look into your eyes and say, you're worth, you're enough. You are worthy. You are called. You are loved. So pretend like I'm looking at you personally. This is a good one. Are you ready to write this one down? What would I do if I knew I could not fail? Write that down. What would you do if you knew that you knew that you could not fail? You know, it's funny. I read this this morning and uh, last night, uh, one of my leaders in GPA said the same thing. How would you feel if you knew you could not fail? I think when I work, I go in the mindset of I've got God's favor. I've got his epikaizo, which is God's power. I just got to show up, do my work faithfully. Like here's, here's a list of my work faithfully. Make the connections, not for uh, outcome. So how would I fail if, how would I feel if I could not fail? If God's called you to something, okay? I believe he gives you the grace and the ability to walk there. So someone maybe needs this because they're feeling like, oh no, I'm getting a little nervous. Am I failing? This may be for the business women group. Oh no, I've, I've been called to this and... I don't have any members yet, or I haven't had a member since July, or whatever it is, or I haven't made a sale. I've got this podcasting made easy, and I haven't made a sale. It doesn't bother me because I'm going to act like it can't fail. Because I know that I know that God's called me. I always point over here. That's where my secret, my secret place is. So can I encourage you to walk as if you would not fail? Now that's tough. Sometimes you got to get over the imposter syndrome. Oh my, I don't know if I can do this. Sometimes you got to get over the doubts. Been there, done that. Should have a t-shirt, but I'm not going to wear that. So this is another one. How do I treat people who can do nothing for me? And if you're in a business where you're constantly contact, contacting people and trying to get them signed up, this should be challenging to you because ultimately, I say sign up because I'm with Girl Power Alliance. I'm also with Finmore, save money so easily. But I still have to say, I'm saying this for me, and I hope this encourages you. I still have to say, everyone matters. What do you want me to say? How, or do you just want me to listen? How do I treat people who can do nothing for me? I was on the radio for 15 and a half years, and I got into this place where people would want to talk to me just because I was on the radio, and that really bothered me. I'm like, if I wasn't on the radio, so I had to treat people, uh, I had to just treat people well and not think that, okay, they just want to talk to me because I'm, I'm a radio personality. So it was a challenge back then, and it's a challenge today in a little way. Um, I was messaging uh, someone, just getting to know them. They asked to be a friend. And when it was, uh, when I got down to about the third or fourth text, she says, you know, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm really an introvert. And I was like, you know, I kind of am too, believe it or not. I'm an introvert extrovert. So treat well, people well, even if you don't see anything that they can do for you. Will you please treat them well? 
You could be the only Bible they read Jesus with skin on. And was there any other questions? Uh, you know what I said? I just, when I was journaling, I just said, Lord, forgive me where I have fallen short. Help me to just extend kindness. They were not easy questions. If you're looking for those questions, go to Alana Van, Lana V. Deventer on Instagram. It's one of our latest posts. If you didn't hear all my questions here, I do have them listed. To wrap up this episode of this podcast, I just think sometimes you got to give of yourself. And what I've been doing with these podcasts is I've been ending it with a listen to the vine dresser word. And this one is one of my favorites because it has to do with finding your voice. And I was doing an academy and I would, and it was about finding your voice. And I remember praying, drinking my coffee. It was cold. I was snuggled up in my blanket. I said, God, what is the key to these women finding their voice? I know it's identity, but what is the key? And you know what he said? He said, look at that song of songs beside you. It was when, they, when the Passion Translation just had little books. Song of songs? Okay. So I started reading. And I saw little jelly marks, you know, where I had read before. I saw spilled coffee. And then I got to chapter 2 in the unrevised version of chapter 2, verse 4. I read this and I said, ah, this is the key to you finding your voice. Song of Songs 2, verse 4. Suddenly, he transported me into his house of wine. He looked upon me with his unrelenting love divine. You find your voice. If you feel voiceless, you find your voice in the secret place, in the house of wine. And you know what? I got to tell you, I'm going to read this wine dresser word for you. The house of wine is a place where you get to be who you are. You get to heal in the house of wine. You get to get over your trauma in the house of wine. You get to walk in forgiveness when you enter the house of wine, because really you're entering into the very presence of God. I look at this picture, the house of wine is at the end of the rows after rows in the vineyard. And you're walking down like, where's the house of wine? And you go down the vine, you go down the vine, and there it is, the house of wine. And you know what's in front of the house of wine? It's a picnic table. And Jesus is sitting. This is in front. You haven't entered yet. And he's like, come on over here. And pets the seat. And he pushes over your favorite drink, coffee. And he says, yeah, we're going to go into the house of wine together. So I said, that is so awesome. So I want to read this verse, or excuse me. <laughs> They're not verses. God, this is how God spoke to me. Okay? You experience rejection. You're experiencing just stuff that you want to deal with. You want to go from voiceless to having a voice. Can I read this to you. I always start the, 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 the voice. I always start listening to the vine dresser with a declaration. If you want this, you can DM me and I'll send this to you because I'm going to read it. The, the vine dresser is how I got over major crashes in my life and even continuing in the midst of my life, this is how God would talk to me. And I kept him to myself until I shared a few on Facebook and people were like, hey, they were responding to it. So I'm like, uh, imperfect action is better than no action. So I put them on Amazon. I have three of them on Amazon. This is from Secrets to Unlock Your Voice. 
based on the popular series, Listen to the Lion Jester. I'm not trying to sell the book, okay? All right, here we go. The Declaration. Oh, I love this Declaration. Are you with me? Come on, listen. I want you to say it after me. Who cares what people think? Well, if you're in the office, don't do it. Ready? And if you're driving, don't close your eyes. The war on my voice is over. Come on, I want to hear you say it. I have embraced your grace amidst the crash. I'm covered under your banner of love for me. I hear you. The victory has been secured on the cross. And now I rest in the house of wine. I got to look down here to read it. So I'm not ignoring you. Let me put it this here so I don't look down so much. Listen to the vine dresser. My child, the season of broken barrenness and echoing darkness of your voice is over. I am near to heal the ravished places of your heart and bring you into my presence, which drips with an anointed salve to heal, take the sting out, and make you whole. Your voice is a gift to you. Your, I'm going to say that again. Your voice is my, the vine dresser's, gift to you. I have connected the hum of heaven in you with the very cadence of my heart. The vine dresser goes on to say, just as the birds continuously sing praises to me with their chirps and songs in the morning, so I have fused you to my voice so you can bring the sound of heaven to those around you. Is this resonating with you? This is the vine dresser talking to you. You are not stuck. You are not stuck. Your lips do not have to be so attached to pain and shame that you cannot speak. It's time to release the brilliance I have deposited in your DNA. Listen, child, lean into my embrace of grace. I've left the door wide open so you may boldly enter into my house, the house of wine. This is the place inside the vineyard of your heart where I pour the bountiful wine of my love into your open glass. Drink, child, drink, and be refreshed by my magnificent and precious promises, which are yes and amen. This wine satisfies every ache of your soul as you drink in my unrelenting love divine. Vine dresser goes on to say, in my house of wine, performance is left outside the door. I think he's got a sign before the house of wine. No performance needed. Come as you are. Okay, I digress. I, I went off the, the track. Okay. In my house of wine, performance is left outside the door. Here I wrap you with a royal robe that has a more refreshing scent than clothes from your dryer with a double dose of your favorite liquid softener. He gets us. The father. You are clothed with the warmth of my presence and engulfed with a peace so deep. You may visit often, my beloved, and drink. When will you, what you will discover is an endless supply of this exotic wine to serve others as it overflows out of you. This is your voice, flowing with the thrilling vibrations of hope and help for others. Inside your voice, I imbue you with extra 
to what you think is ordinary. This becomes the very solution, the extraordinary solution to the deep trauma cuts in others' hearts. To a world full of strife and unrest, your extraordinary words, extraordinary words, contain a kindness with authority from the sweet wine of my house of wine inside you. You have a voice. You have a message. You have a testimony of breakthrough to release my children who have been chained by trespass abuse in the enemy's game of shame. Can I say that again? You have a testimony of breakthrough to release my children who have been chained by trespassed abuse in the enemy's game of shame. Invite them. Invite them into the house of wine flowing inside of you now. Then show them how they too can wine and dine with the vine dresser of their hearts. Can you hear it? It's the sound of my children's voices. It's the sound of doves singing, bringing in the new seasons. It is the song of the redeemed rising and filling the valleys of lost dreams and dry bones. I got to repeat that. Your voice in collaboration with God and the vine dresser. It is the song of the redeemed rising and filling the valleys of lost dreams and dry bones. Your redeemed voice is bringing many to my house of wine. And when it's all said and done, your love, your voice back to me is the finest of all wine as you are connected to the vine. The secret, always say no to striving and yes to abiding in my house, the house of wine. That's your word in this episode of Unleashing Kingdom Voices. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of our community with Unleashing Kingdom Voices. If you like this and you want to share it, you know, I need reviews, not for, you know, pats on the back. Or good job. No, it's to raise this, the viewing so more, more people can get this. So uh, rate this podcast.com forward slash Teresa Croft. Teresa with a H. Or listen on pod, on Apple, Spotify, Google, and give your review there. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate tea on Thursday to be able to just be real, share a vine dresser word. I've started a new group. You on the podcast, you may not be able to see the link, but I really would like to uh, invite you in a very place where you feel like you belong. We'll talk about speaking. We'll talk about the House of Wine. We'll talk about what lights me up, AI, and you. So that's facebook.com forward slash groups, faith-based businesswomen. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you in the next episode of Unleashing Kingdom Voices. Thank you for tuning in to Unleashing Kingdom Voices podcast. We hope today's episode has inspired you to embrace and amplify your unique voice. For more insights, resources, and information about our courses, AI tools, and our incredible guests, visit TeresaCroft.com.